Here is your Golfer's Almanac for today. It's Wednesday, April 5th, 2023. Today is the birthday of Johnny Revolta, born in St. Louis, Missouri in 1911. He moved with his family at the age of 12 to Oshkosh, Wisconsin, and was soon caddying at a public golf course across the street from their home. He won the Wisconsin State Open four times in a six-year period, though he wasn't eligible for two of those years due to being in, working in Michigan. Revolta won five times on the PGA Tour in 1935, including the PGA Championship at Twin Hills in Oklahoma City. He also won the Sarasota Open, held at the Donald Ross-designed Bobby Jones Golf Complex. He finished his career with 20 PGA Tour titles, tying him with Greg Norman, Hal Irwin, and Rory McIlroy. He gave lessons at the Evanston Golf Club outside of Chicago for more than 50 years and was the full-time golf pro for 31 years. Revolta was known as the Iron Master for his short game prowess. In the 1935 PGA Championships, when the format was match play, he beat Walter Hagen one up in his opening match, making seven sand saves. And in the 36-hole final against Tommy Armour, he one-putted 13 times in a 5-4 to four victory. It's also the birthday of Henrik Stenson, born Henrik Olaf Stenson in Gothenburg, Sweden in 1976. A natural left-hander, Stenson learned to play golf right-handed, and after a standout amateur career in Europe, he turned professional in 1998. Stenson started on the European Tour, where he has 11 career wins. On the PGA Tour, he's won six times, including the 2016 Open Championship at Royal Troon, besting Phil Mickelson by three strokes. Stenson has played on five Ryder Cup teams starting in 2006 and has been a part of three Euro wins. Stenson now plays on the Live Golf Tour, where he has one win, the Live Golf Invitational at Bedminster in 2022. That was his first event on that tour. Happy birthday, Henrik. Today is also the birthday of Margaret Scott, born in 1874. Her father was the Earl of Eldon, and Lady Margaret won the first three British ladies amateurs in 1893, 94, and 95. Her younger brother, Michael Scott, won the amateur championship in 1933. After Lady Margaret won her last ladies amateur in 1895, she retired from competitive golf. She died in 1938 at the age of 63. Billy Ray Brown was also born on this day in 1963 in Missouri City, Texas. Brown played golf for the University of Houston Cougars and as a freshman won the NCAA Individual Championship. The Cougars won the team championship in 1984 and 1985 and Brown was an All-American all four years. He turned pro in 1987 and won three times on the PGA Tour. His career was cut short due to injuries, and he went on to work for ABC and the Golf Channel. Happy birthday, Billy Ray. On this date in 1956, amateur Ken Venturi shot a 66 to lead the first round of the Masters by a stroke. He would be up four going into the final round on Sunday, but shot an 80 to lose by one shot to Jack Burke Jr. The conditions were horrible with the wind blowing up to 40 miles an hour or more. Incredibly, Venturi hit 15 of 18 greens in regulation. So how does he shoot an 80? Six three putts. 
I found these details and more in a recent Sports Illustrated article by Peter Kaufman. He interviewed Burke, the oldest living Masters champion at 99 years young. Uh, It's a great piece, and I'll put a link in the show notes. Venturi 66 is still a record for the lowest round by an amateur. On this day in 1936, Chandler Egan passed away in Everett, Washington. He was 51 years old. Egan played golf for Harvard University, and the Crimson won the 1902, 1903, and 1904 NCAA team championships. Egan won the 1902 individual championship. Egan also won the U.S. Amateur first in 1904 at Roll and then defended his title the next year in 1905 at Chicago Golf Club. He also won a silver medal at the 1904 Summer Olympics as an individual player. The team won gold that year. Uh, the Team USA won gold. So that was an amazing uh, year, 1904. In 1909, he lost to Robert Gardner in the finals of the U.S. Amateur, 4-3, and three, again at Chicago Golf Club. Then Egan moved west and paused his competitive golf career for approximately five years. He moved on to design uh, over 20 golf courses in the Pacific West, as well as working with Alistair McKinsey in renovating Pebble Beach prior to the 1929 U.S. Amateur. Egan competed at the Pebble Beach U.S. Amateur in 1929, having played only once in the previous 20 years in that event and reached the semifinals. He continued to play in the U.S. Amateur as well as he played in the second Masters in 1935, the year before his passing. Rest in par, Chandler Egan. On this day in 1989, Bill Melhorn died in Miami. He was 90 years old. Melhorn turned pro in 1920 and won 19 times on the PGA Tour, oftentimes wearing a cowboy hat. His nickname was Wild Bill, named after Wild Bill Hickok, a cowboy murdered while playing cards. And Melhorn also liked to play cards. Wild Bill also struggled with putting, specifically the yips, even though the term yips had not yet become commonplace. Bobby Jones wrote about watching Melhorn attempt a three-foot putt, twitching so badly that he knocked the ball across the green and into a bunker. Ouch. Melhorn lost in the finals of the 1925 PGA Championship to Walter Hagen at Olympia Fields and had 14 top 10 finishes in majors. He also played in the first Ryder Cup matches in 1927. Rest in par, Wild Bill. And today in 1991, P.J. Boatwright passed away. Born Purvis James Boatwright Jr., for many years he served as the USGA Executive Director of Rules and Competitions, which included setting the conditions of play at the U.S. Open. He determined the speed of greens, the pin and tee positions, and the length of the rough. Boatwright was a fine player in his own right, competing in both the U.S. Amateur and the U.S. Open in his younger years. He was once quoted as saying, shouldn't it be difficult to win the U.S. Open? Damned difficult. Rest in par, PJ. Here's a quote today from Jack Nicklaus. Golf is not and never has been a fair game.
That's it for today in golf history. Play fast, repair all the pitch marks you can find, and keep your golf ball in the short grass. Your Golfer's Almanac is a Golf Tunes production. It's written, produced, and narrated by me, Michael Duranko. I invite you to check out our original golf illustrations and the humor essays that accompany each of the golf cartoons. Tour Backspin is a weekly golf history newsletter that celebrates the PGA Tour in the 1960s and 70s with tie-ins to today's tour. They offer a bunch of content, contests, and other interesting bits. See the link in the show notes and subscribe.